0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Chase the Unknown podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Roger Sisk. I'm back today with my fellow co host, Jared Robert Todd. How are you doing today, Jared? Hello, I am doing great. Awesome. Phenomenal. So, I'll say. so glad to have you back on. <laughs> today on the podcast, Jared and I are joined by Mr. Mark Stitson, who is the host of his very own podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
1: Roger, Jared, it's great to be with you. I'm fantastic.
2: Awesome. I just have to say, I stole that whole phenomenal thing <laughs> from Mr. Stinson. I was <laughs> gonna say
1: phenomenal, but
2: you took That's it right. Out of our <laughs> Zoom here. Just, he was like, yeah. "I'm doing phenomenal." It's not the first time I've done it on this podcast,
1: <laughs> and it won't be the last in the next uh, half hour. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your podcast?
1: Yeah, it's it's so fun. I mean, you know, with with the title of yours, "Chasing the Unknown," uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get out into the world. And you're yeah. mostly in the dark. I mean, let's yeah. face it, right? And most of us are, are feeling our way through, especially mm-hmm. these days. But uh, the idea of trying to unlock one's creativity, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, these pent-up ideas, these mm-hmm. uh, motivations, we feel the burn to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think there's a lot of convergence in our pursuits here.
0: Exactly. I was actually just telling Jared before we got on the call here that I feel like, our two podcasts really share a lot of the same kind of area, kind of the same territory, which really, we really haven't had anybody like that on the podcast yet. So this is definitely a special treat to be able to share that space with somebody.
1: Well, fantastic. Well, and I and I have loved hearing many of your episodes uh, talking to creative people. Mm-hmm. And so many times, uh, whether it's in film or uh, you've talked to actors and, mm-hmm. and other people, you know, they're expressing their creativity in one or another medium, you know, mm-hmm. and say it's film, for example, or on the stage, what have you, but, but the creativity, you know, as a formula, you know, their mm-hmm. pursuit is to express something, yeah. and the medium, uh, I found anyway, the medium is just the channel, you know, they're, exactly. they're going to be creative in almost any uh, pursuit they go after. Mm.
0: Exactly. So Mark tell us why podcasting? Why did you in, in, initially um start your podcast? What what drew you to the the kind of form art form of podcasting?
1: Yes. Well, you know, I'm, I'm probably late to the party, although, boy, <laughs> podcasting is really, you know, what it's all about. I, I know for myself, I started in the summer of 2019 okay. uh, and wanted to bring together some contacts, some people I didn't know, but many I did, uh, from different cities around the world. So, yeah. you know, can we talk to Austin, Texas and Barcelona, Spain at the same time, find mm-hmm. out what commonalities in those creative centers there were and how they their different vocations uh, overlapped. And so I did 10 or 12 of those interviews with a friend who already had a podcast. And so he he knew all the technical ins and outs. And I really caught the bug. And then, of course, as many people, when you're stuck at home, you know, 15, 16 months ago, uh, complete lockdown, the only way I could stamp my creative passport, since I wasn't going to go anywhere was to get on the podcast and so i re-upped the idea of this world of creativity and really underscored the global Mm -hmm. aspect of it and started going from amsterdam and oslo to you know frankfurt then buenos aires and singapore and bangkok uh, all points in between to talk to these creative practitioners and it really gave me a lot of satisfaction to talk to all these people and of course i learned from every episode so it's been a lot of fun
0: That's incredible. So you, you've been all over the place then.
1: Absolutely. You know, and once you, uh, you know, and maybe this helps to any listener who's thinking (laughs) about how to launch a passion or how to apply their creativity. And we're, we're still, you know, under somewhat of a shadow of a, You know, we're not locked down anymore and we're Mm -hmm. slowly becoming unmasked and, you know, (laughs) uncaged. Uh, But I mean, I think as soon as I said this was going to be a global franchise, Mm -hmm. You know, you decided, well, who do I know or who are my second or third degree connections with? But if I'm going to talk to somebody in Johannesburg, South Africa, how would I find them? And then all of a sudden somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, we're a company in Belarus. I get out the map and I said, I'm not exactly sure. And I, I feel like I'm pretty internationally savvy, but where is Belarus? And so, you know, you find that on a map and then you start connecting the dots. And uh, all of a sudden it's not so far away that you're talking to San Diego one day, you know, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, San Antonio, but then you're actually San Paulo, Brazil, you know, all in the yeah. same week. And it's a lot, a lot of fun.
0: Exactly. You know, with technology the way it is now, it really is incredible how we can connect with people. You know, you can connect with Barcelona, Spain. I know we, um, we here on the uh, Chase the Unknown podcast, we've had, I know we've had a, f- some, a few people from Australia. We've had, mm-hmm. uh, I think we've had someone from England. We've had a few Canadians on the podcast. So it really is fascinating that no matter what your level you're at on your podcast, you know, you can talk to people and have guests from all over the world.
1: And really, you know, I pick up again on your theme of chasing the unknown. Mm-hmm. Look, you hit the Zoom button and with somebody in Brazil, Argentina, you know, mm-hmm. South Africa, Amsterdam, you may not know who exactly you're talking to yeah. or what topic you're going to pursue. Mm-hmm. You have the first few thoughts, you have an introduction or so, but mm-hmm. you're really exploring what commonalities or what differences mm-hmm. or what ideas they're working on. Yeah. And all of a sudden somebody says, I'm doing an animation film
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, on some social issue, and you find out you have that in common. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. For, uh, I, I love that you talk to all these people across a lot of different cultures and regions. For creative minds, you know, for the creative people you've worked with, what are some of those commonalities that crosses these boundaries and borders?
1: You know, that's something that I really wanted to have my antenna up for is to say, if I'm going to have a world of creativity, you know, is there a common thread or what can we learn lessons learned from all these creative people. And I, I would start with a couple, I would say, first of all, most of these people have a methodology, you know, some technique that they embrace. And mm. uh, the fear of many creative people, like authors or painters or what have you you know we 've always heard of this blank sheet uh, you know blockade i 'm looking uh picture the old typewriter you know there's a <laughs> blank page looking at you yeah. staring you in the face i don 't know where to start i don 't know how to open mm. i don 't know where this is going, but all of these creative people i've found have some, so it might be a I start in the middle and I work back or Mm -hmm. I start with just gibberish and then I'll edit it later. Mm -hmm. Some people, and I stole this from somebody, they actually dictate uh, and then transcribe. So if they are auditory or if they're better speakers Mm -hmm. than they are writers, then they actually just start talking. Uh, into their computer, addictive phone, their notes section of their phone, have it transcribed. I use yeah. a platform called Rev.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cheap. It uses some AI or you know, if you want to have a very formal transcript. But I thought that was a cool technique. Totally. Just wanted to start talking and mm-hmm. edit it later. So I, I start with that. Yeah. The The second thing I learned from most of these creatives is in addition to a technique or a method, they also had you know, a passion is almost the wrong word, but there's a creative energy or spirit that's driving the creativity. They want to produce something, or it might be a cause of a nonprofit. It might be a medical cause since that's the field I'm interested in, but it, it it's some kind of message. So it's not creativity for creativity's sake, they want to get the word out about something. And so it does help them when they're chasing the unknown. You know, <laughs> it helps them kind of get out of themselves a little bit and say, I'm doing this for a purpose. Yeah. That's Excellent. wonderful.
2: I like the, the technique thing because I see a lot of creators doing that, just developing their own technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've seen a guy enacting what I'm familiar with, books of notes, just, just notebook after notebook filled with a technique that changes over time and uh roger what he hit on the big thing is about what this podcast is about is that drive
0: definitely definitely i think one thing that you mentioned earlier mark that was really um insightful is that you mentioned that you want when you decided you want to get on podcasting, podcast and, you know you said okay well, let's go for it i, I want to do this you know um you said okay who can i learn around me that already has his stuff together and has already been down this road and knows what he's doing you know you didn't come at things from the mindset of, okay, I already know everything or I'm just going to put out a crummy product until I figure it all out. You know, you said, okay, let me find somebody. Let me reach out to somebody that I already know that knows what he's doing and so I can learn from them. You know, I think that's a very valuable um, lesson for all of us no matter what field you're in or whether you've been doing something for a long time or you want to have something brand new you want to go after you know find someone that you can learn from and then you don't have to make the same mistakes they did in a way their
1: ceiling becomes your floor i don't think that could be underscored enough i guess exactly. and if i think about the lessons learned the third thing is mm-hmm. just what you said collaboration i think yeah. again we as creative people have this uh, imagination of the lone sculptor, you know, in the basement doing some work or in the (laughs) woodworking in the garage, a painter staying up all night by themselves. But you know, every author, every musician I've talked to singer songwriters, they, they may be the headliner, but the collaboration, where do they get their ideas? Who helped them produce the record? Who's shooting the video? Mm -hmm. who's doing you know the production and the management and the publicity i mean they all had this collaborative spirit yeah uh, which is counterintuitive because we think of the creative lone wolf you know da vinci if you really dig into the biography of leonardo da vinci he was not a sole practitioner (laughs) no you know there's a studio of people making all this happen Mm -hmm. and uh i think we could learn from that too exactly
2: oh, definitely. i mean definitely. we as human beings definitely need each other and especially i feel like just personally uh, as creatives Certainly.
0: exactly exactly you know we've been talking a little bit over the last few minutes about some of the lessons learned that we've all learned really from from podcasting what would you say have been some of the greatest takeaways? takeaways you've had from um, guests that you've had on the show. I know that a lot of times, yes, our goal is to provide a platform to help others learn, but it's also a, lot, a learning opportunity for us as hosts a lot of the time, you know? Um, so what are some of the things that you have you feel like you've really learned um, and takeaways that you've had from guests that you've had on the show?
1: Yeah, the first is a reassurance, I guess. You know, that mm-hmm. that if you're trying something it's worthwhile, you know, you, you're driven by this purpose we just talked about, but it's reassuring to know others have been there too. Yeah, you know, I always think about, I know how you feel, mm. I've been there myself, and here's what I did. And every time somebody talked in that language of, Here's what I did, they gave me a little mm. bit more experience, they reassured me that I wasn't alone in those feelings. Mm. So, you mentioned how I got started in podcasting. I mean, the biggest Uh, what block was I don't know if I know the technical aspects Mm, of it what are the requirements how do you host it I felt like I could learn the editing you know you buy a mic and a cool mic stand (laughs) I think we have the exact same mic probably same one for Uh, (laughs) me yeah you, you go on you can figure that part out but i thought how do you get the guest how do you book them How how mm-hmm. is the right way and of course you can listen to tim Ferriss and you can listen to all these other top podcasters and no no two are alike but mm-hmm. you think where are some best practices so that was one thing the reassurance uh, the other was when i thought about you know what have i learned from some of these guests <clears throat> i would have to say it was some of their techniques, and I've mm. started cataloging them. Mm. So if I ever do wanna create another book, uh, the book of these creative learnings, you know, what are these methods and techniques? Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say those are some of the biggest takeaways.
0: Mm, yeah, um, you mentioned earlier that you have an interest in the medical field. Can you tell us a little bit about how that beca- initially became an interest for you and how you um, initially started your career in the medical field?
1: Yes. So I have been in marketing for medical brands, uh, healthcare, pharma companies, biotech mm. companies, you know, wow. medical devices, really my whole career. I started as a copywriter uh, geez, uh, 40 years ago. Oh my wow. gosh. Don't, don't even know. It's not been 40, 30 years ago, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, but as a, as a copywriter for these medical companies and really then built my career over time in the creative department in branding and strategy and then opened my own agency uh, mm-hmm. twice, uh, you know, merged with other companies, teamed up with a lot of other agencies that do this work. And you talk about a passion. When, when you're thinking about how can I apply marketing and branding principles to help mm-hmm. accelerate the adoption you know, of new medical techniques, of treatments, of therapies Mm -hmm. that could really help people. And look, they've ranged from common diseases like acne and eczema, all the way to very rare diseases that you can barely pronounce. Mm -hmm. And I've had the chance to do a lot of interviews with patients with these diseases where they've never even met someone else with their disease. Wow. And so uh, an interview platform that might become a podcast. At the time, it was focus groups, really, but it's the same platform. You get on Zoom, we all are mic'd up, and we all have cameras. But when they could talk to people around the country that had their condition and could empathize with their situation, they could understand how it affected my family life, my social wow. my work life. Uh, it just gets you right in the gut. Mm. And uh, that's I wanted to build on that.
0: It gets you right in the fields, fields.
1: <laughs> it does, right in the fields. Yes. Yes.
0: In, in the fields, as the youth are saying now. <laughs> yes. And what goes really hand in hand with all this is that you actually own a company called Bioscience Bridge, which is actually the fusion, the the connection between both of these things. You know, it, it combines both your interest and your passion and your um, history and experience in the medical field along with Um, that education we've been talking about and that value you have for that, um, helping people, educating them across that bridge of knowledge. Can you talk a little bit more about Bioscience Bridge and um, some of the opportunities you've had from that?
1: Well, sure. And I guess it starts with the name, you know, Bioscience Bridge. So there is a biology of branding, I feel. Mm -hmm. And there is a science of marketing and it's becoming more data-driven every day. Mm -hmm. And the bridge part is really uh, part of my brand essence, my calling, if you will, but a Mm -hmm. technique I have to take you from where you are to where you want to be. And that's if you can use a bridge metaphor and a visual. So when you're chasing the unknown, you know, but you need a GPS. (laughs) Uh, If we were going to get in our car right now, you're in North Carolina, you're in Atlanta and you say, I want to go to San Francisco. If you're flying, that's great. Go to the airport, get on the plane, and it takes you there. But if you're driving, you're going to say, what is the fastest way to get Mm -hmm. from where I am to where you want to be? And a GPS is the way to do it. Now, what's interesting is if you go to your Google Maps or Safari Maps, whatever you're using, the very first thing it asks you is, where are you? <laughs> you, know, it wants to know your current location because that's where you're starting from. So I try to work with clients, I try to consult with people and this is what I've learned from all the creative talent we've interviewed is they have to start from where they are. So they may be mm-hmm. working a nine to five job but they really wanna be a singer you know, and mm-hmm. record records and get on Spotify. Okay, great, but where are you now in your talent and mm-hmm. your field? And then, of course, the GPS will ask you where you want to be. And you can't say somewhere West Coast. You can't even really say just San Francisco. You'd have to give an address. You'd have to mm-hmm. say, do you have a hotel? or you going to an office building? Yeah, give me some specificity. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the things I've learned from all these creative guests is they had a very specific outcome in mind, a destination. Mm-hmm. So the, the bridging becomes a lot easier when you can say where you are, you can detail, describe where you want to be, and then how to get there uh, becomes clearer and clearer. Mm, definitely.
2: It's great that you mentioned specificity because that's also, and, and as the actor, I'm going to point out like almost every acting thing I noticed because that is also a big thing in acting technique, is specificity. And I guess uh, what we could do with that is take that, pull back to your life and say specificity is extremely important, important mm-hmm. really anywhere as well. Uh, I guess there's a reason why they say the devil's in the details.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so funny you mentioned acting because uh, I, I think about some of the guests I have talked to who are actors and, uh, and even TV producers or filmmakers, mm-hmm. and, and they know that there is a character building aspect, you know, to the job, that there's a storytelling aspect to the job, and they have to get those details, paint that picture. And so whether it's, you know, in improv, uh, Lisa David Olson was one of my guests, she's a classically trained improv actor, and she really described these techniques that you're talking about. You can't just say, wow, you're really funny, you should get into comedy. Well, you have to know the, quote, rules of the road, you know, when it comes to improv, because everybody on stage has to, has to play along, right?
0: Exactly. And
1: then one of my recent guests, Yi Ching Zhao, is an uh, actor, and she was preparing for a film role as an intern at a film production company, a TV production, and she was being pitched all these new shows. And again, how do you get into character well, you have to know some specifics about the job. Mm-hmm. So she was doing research on, you know, what TV producers do and how they evaluate shows and of course there's going to be a script, but she can't just read the lines. You know, she had to know what is this role about. So I love the fact that you've talked about specificity and really embracing, mm-hmm. you know, the the all the parameters around the creativity. Exactly.
2: Another thing, actually, I want to talk about uh, the GPS thing. So when you turn your GPS on, right, it, and you have your specificity and it tells you where to go. Usually the GPS doesn't have so many indicators telling you where the obstacles are. Mm. Um, what are some of the obstacles in making that bridge uh, and how would you overcome them? Um, and if you have anything specific like, that you've experienced, um, definitely talk about that, too. But uh, yeah. obstacles; those are going to pop up.
1: They are going to pop up, and you know you have to look at. So, for example, uh, you know, Waze is, I guess, a little better than some. It tells you where the road construction is a little bit, or it might tell you um, what uh, where some potholes are. Or, you know, it, one app tells you where the the radar, the police might be, accidents. But see, all of these things, you can have contingency plans. So I say when you, when you have obstacles that come up, you're gonna say, well, what about time? What about money? What about uh, you know, the technical specifications of a project? Hmm. All of these, you can develop contingency plans. Does it yeah. mean put off, slow down, go around? Very rarely are you gonna get an absolute road-closed kind of obstacle. Hmm. Most of those obstacles, they're mental, they're they're not uh, something that is going to absolutely shut down your your creative pursuit. Now, if you're on a strategic bridge for your life or your business, and you say, oh, oh I had this great idea. Well, it turns out it's copyrighted. It's patented. oh I'm not going to infringe in that. Okay, we're well, going to have to figure out a different path. Or you find out, oh, hey, it's illegal in 48 states. Okay, <laughs> you know, you might have. <laughs> to reconsider that <laughs> but again yeah those are most of the time you're talking about regulatory and if anybody knows regulatory i'm in the medical communications field there's fda there's AMS, oh yeah. there's, i mean regulatory uh, gazelle and so uh, you've, you've got to work around it but mm-hmm. very rarely have i found an absolute road closed cancel the trip go back home do not pass go. Usually, it's go around, find another way, dig a tunnel, you know, yeah. vault over. I, I had a mentor once use an analogy. You have a great Porsche you're taking on this trip that I described. So, you're going to go from Atlanta to San Francisco in this brand new Porsche. And let's say you get to Birmingham and you have a flat tire. First of all, are you going to blame the Porsche? No, it's a flat tire. Are you going to go back home? Are you going to cancel the trip? Are you going to say dumb Porsche and just leave it on the side of the road? Go get another. No, you're going to fix the flat tire. Yeah. Get back in the car, overcome the uh, obstacle, and keep moving. If you run mm. out of gas, you don't say dumb car used all my gas. Now my trip's canceled. No, you're going to stop mm. at a gas station or in a, in your Tesla, you're going to stop at a charging station, and uh, you know fire it back up and get back on the road.
0: Those are two great insights. I feel like we really haven't even hit on the pag- podcast in the past. Even well, the fact I, of I have
1: pulled this analogy and metaphor so far. I don't <laughs> even know if I remember the question anymore. I but I think s- it was on the GPS, you're going to run into obstacles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. no, I was, was going to was- say, though, that's, that's <laughs>
0: fascinating because I've never really thought about it that way in terms of how you referred it to, okay, you get in the car, you know, the first thing a GPS is going to ask you to do is define your location you know, define where you're starting out and no matter if you're helping someone else out with, um, chasing their unknown or you're trying to kind of go on a new journey and kind of, um, discover and learn new, go on a new journey yourself. You know, you first had to define, okay, where's my starting space? You know, where am I starting at? Um, that, so that's a, really, that's a wonderful analogy to kind of describe that.
2: Mm-hmm. And not, there's very few roadblocks too because I guess I'm sensitive to it maybe maybe because as soon as I saw, found out my hairline was receding I'm like no I can't be an actor it's 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 done it's over and then I was yeah. oh, I forgot my teeth are crooked nope they're they're not gonna hire me for anything but no
0: <laughs> there's plenty of bald actors Jared
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah and and as opposed you know you t- if you're talking about hair and teeth the teeth can be fixed the hair eh you know mm. I- <laughs> You have to embrace it. You (laughs) just got to embrace
0: it. You know, you got to
1: go full bald. You know, and that's why I wear a hat most of the time. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do not blame you in the slightest.
1: (laughs) There you go. Roger and I are on the same wavelength on that.
0: That's funny. But no, I I love the fact of, you know, just like you said, you know, obstacles are going to pop up. They are. It's in obstacles are inevitable. But you said is you have to evaluate and figure out, okay rarely this is most likely not something worth canceling going after this for you know right. and right. so kind of defining that and figuring out again it's almost like a define define where you're at it's another definition point you know like for example if you if you're driving in a gps to bring back that example you know um and you you disobey the gps you know and you go off somewhere else you know it's going to say okay well you've you've gone off the path you know let me quickly figure out your location again and reroute you you know uh,
1: that voice that always comes up return I... to the route return to the route. Yes.
0: <laughs> i fight. i always fight it so we need somebody
1: how... who calls us every every other day or so yeah uh, have you returned to the route get back on <laughs>
0: I always find it hysterical how, do you notice how GPSs never get mad at you? They're always no. just so chill, you know? They're just like recalculating,
1: recalculating. Right. re-calculating. Like you don't take a long
0: turn and they go, you moron, you missed the turn.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if that friend called you up and said, hey, looks like you're off the path. And you yeah. said, look, I'm, I'm just in a Starbucks drive through <laughs> I'm not off the path. i just taken a break okay, great. Just thinking about, you know? if, if you say I decided mm-hmm. to get off the road and go see the world's largest nonstick mm-hmm. frying pan or whatever on your vacation, it's like, no return to the road. Yeah.
0: And I think one, another great insight you could even pull from that is brakes are okay. Brakes are healthy. It's totally okay. If you've been driving, if you've been pushing towards your, your dream for the last five hours driving, you know, you're going to want to stop and get gas, or you're going to have to stop and get gas eventually. You know, you're going to, we're using so many kind of driving and car metaphors today, but it it really lines up so well. Absolutely. Definitely.
1: And I, and I guess, you know, I think about these other obstacles and uh, all kidding aside about hair and beards and grays (laughs) and everything else. You know, there, there are some times when you look in the rearview mirror and you say, Mm -hmm. Well, it was easy for you to say, because in your day, it was so much easier. Mm. Uh, or, you know, you've driven it before, and you've been there before, so you must know. And so I talked to these, for example, singer-songwriters, yeah. and, and I talked to a consultant who actually has training on how mm. to make money making music. And so she acknowledges, look, you know, it's not the same. You're not going to get in your car and drive around like uh singers did in the 50s and 60s, Mm -hmm. dropping off your 45 at DJs, Mm -hmm. you know, and hoping they play your record. That's not how you're going to get your Mm -hmm. break. But here's how you could get your break into music. And she lists 14 or 15 other ways. So you just have to take Mm -hmm. other angles. And yeah, don't rely on the old ways, perhaps. But Mm -hmm. uh, you can learn from those and then go at it a different way.
0: Exactly. You know, that like, these, like you say, to kind of bring up a Star Wars reference, you don't always have to kill the past. You know, you can, <laughs> you need to, you need to learn from the past. <laughs>
1: you're so wise.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're unfortunately running out of time, but thank you, Mark, so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been fun. Maybe we'll have to do it again here soon sometime.
1: It's been a lot of fun. You guys are fantastic. Thanks for having me. Awesome.
0: And where can people find you really briefly um, if they're, if they want to hear more about you and listen to your podcast.
1: Always connect with me on LinkedIn. That's great. Stenson Mark is my handle. And my website is mark-stinson.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jared, for joining me again today. This has been a blast. Um, But until next time, guys, if you're not subscribed to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you find podcasts make sure you give us a five-star review that just kind of helps us a little bit out on the back end to help um, reach new people and reach new new listeners to share what we're doing here and what we're um, hopefully trying to spread and help people out here on the podcast Um, also if you have not followed us yet on social media we're at right time media on facebook instagram and youtube that's right time media And as always, thank you again so much for listening to another episode of the Chase the Unknown podcast. Until next week, never forget to chase your unknown.